From our studios in Cuenca, Spain, I'm Kate Jetmore with Listen. We recently wrapped up season two of our show and are fully focused on developing content for the new year. But for the next two episodes, we'll be taking a breath and marking the moment with a nod to Christmas and New Year's. Most years, it seems like no matter how far in advance I begin to prepare for the holidays, I always end up feeling harried and behind. And I suspect I'm not alone in that. So today, I wanted to share with you a story that I find both hilarious and comforting. This is a true story. It really happened. And I love that it really happened. This is the story of a mom who really wanted to make Christmas special for her kids, but she also felt strongly about not starting the season too early. She really didn't like that you started hearing Christmas music and seeing decorations in stores right after Thanksgiving or even before Thanksgiving. So every year she would insist on waiting to get a Christmas tree and then she would keep it up until Epiphany. Well, on the year in question, she waited and waited and waited so long that somehow it was suddenly Christmas Eve. She drove down to the local Christmas tree lot where a bearded man was working the last few hours of the season. And as it turns out, there were only two trees left. One was very, very small. And the other was quite large, but was missing the top. The woman was beside herself. She knew her kids, who'd been hounding her for weeks about getting a tree, were going to be really upset. The tree lot guy could see how rattled she was, and he knew exactly how to help. He'd been outside for quite a while, so his cheeks were flushed and his nose was red. He looked right at her and smiled a broad smile and said, No worries. We'll just stick them together. And he did. He got out some wire and wound it around the two trees, fixing the broken tree by giving it a top, the tiny tree. And all was well. The next year, the woman made sure to go back to the same lot, but a good week before Christmas. She immediately spotted the same man with his leather gloves and white beard, but he didn't seem to recognize her. As she walked up to him, she remarked good-naturedly, Oh, good, you've still got trees. To which he responded, You're in luck. Last year, a woman drove up on Christmas Eve and I had to wire two trees together so she'd have something to take home. You never know where the Christmas spirit is going to pop up. So be sure to keep your eyes and ears wide open. I'll leave you with this. A poem that somehow features the guy from the Christmas tree lot. "'Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. 
Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers, they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name, Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my hand and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Next time on Listen, we'll wrap up 2019 with another special holiday episode. Hope you can join us. Listen is sponsored by RAV cutting-edge cuisine in a traditional setting. For a look at the RAF dining experience, visit www.rafsanpedro.es. That's www.rafsanpedro.es. The producers of Listen are Lauren Lovett and Laura Munoz-Solera. Our technical director and engineer is Iñaki Martinez, with original music by Lucas Munoz Jetmore. I'm Kate Jetmore, and this is Listen. Listen.